is in me. I can see it in your eyes. I'ma shut you the hell up. I sing way better than you think. No, bitch, no, we don't. video games and dirty jokes to canon OTPs. You know this as the place for all nerdy things. So thanks for joining us on a very special Valentine's Day episode of Haze. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just, you know, all this mushy shit is just not for me. I'm a hopeless romantic, but we keep that quiet and in the closet buried underneath the shoe boxes let's get to it <laughs> let's get to it and we are your hosts i'm casper your friendly neighborhood ghost <laughs> also known as geo and i'm your forever alone e-boy daniel so love is in the air and no better time to blow your paycheck and heal your lonely soul with bags of discounted chocolate <gasps> okay i take it back i do like valentine's day there's only one good thing that comes from it <laughs> But other than chocolate and casual booty calls, we're here to help you unwind from the stresses of this dreadful holiday with our romance-related topics. So, Gio. Yeah. This Valentine. Who, mm-hmm. Who's your Valentine? Ah. Joseph. Joseph Always your, Joseph. Your doggy. Yes. No. Oh. He's perfect. He look is at perfect. that marshmallow. He's he's licking his pee-pee right yeah, now. Yeah, I was about to say, look at him licking his pee-pee. Isn't yeah. he cute? <laughs> So guess who my guess who my Valentine is today? Who who is your Valentine? Myself, bitch. <laughs> oh, you know what? Treat me, myself, and I. I'm Hell gonna yeah. treat myself. Hell yeah. I'm gonna take myself out to dinner. I'm gonna Hell go. Hell yeah. Pamper yourself. I'm gonna pamper myself. And be like, you know what, baby? I'm gonna take you out to dinner. Which I'm also gonna get you means, everything you want tonight. Listen, which is your all, wish is my command. <laughs> You're talking to the fucking mirror. <laughs> that wish is also a six pack of beer, home alone, playing Overwatch. So maybe sad, maybe not. But you know what? I'm enjoying myself. Let's get into this. The breakdown. So in our first first segment, we're gonna be talking about who's on top. It's going to be a reoccurring segment that we brought up last episode. But this time around, we're going to be talking about our top couples in video games. The characters we love to ship. The ones that we've grown up with. The ones that we love. We're really excited to get into it. And yeah. then our second part of our episode is going to be Don't Go Breaking Heart. I wonder if <laughs> and that's the Trigger. name of the segment. Don't Go Breaking Heart. Uh, our, it's going to be about our experiences with video games regarding relationships. Um, as we're we're going to be very sarcastic through this episode because oh yeah, we're v lonely, v single. I don't mind it. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, girl. So okay, so who's on top, do you? Oh okay. Well, this one, you know what? This has been a true OTP for me for many years. 
and it is Zelda and Link. These are the, the true, yes, the classic and the true star-crossed lovers. These bitches have always been in peril. If it's not one, it's the goddamn other. That's like, true. I, I feel so bad for them. Aside from my complex and actually wanting to play as Zelda, um, like, it's always this struggle of, like, wanting to save her. Like, no, please, Jesus, stay alive. Right? I'm coming for you, bae. And so, especially in Breath of the Wild, when he got those little details of listen, her writing into her journal or her journal or her or watching her memories the, it's with her the interactions memories. with links. It's those memories that really brought it back for me, you know, like just really delving a little bit deeper into their relationship and their interactions. Like it definitely gave it more depth. And I loved that so much. Me too. It, it, it kind of gave like a very sensitive struggle of. Especially, I, I get stuck on Breath of the Wild because it did such a great job with giving so many multiple small details of how the relationship was going, but a true perspective on on the relationship in general. Yeah, like, like there were some though, struggles and there were some... The like, entire game was yeah. to save her yeah. from the clutches of Ganondorf and... You felt motivated because not only the history from all the other games, but mm -hmm. because you would read her journal of how she looked up to her, her, her security link. Yeah. Whatever. I digress. It's but just it's a, a great it's choice. A really good... it's, it, we grew up with them. Yeah. It's an undying love that cannot be explained. Yes. It's one for the ages. Um, and so my second choice is surprise, surprise, Asuna and Kirito. Because they're freaking, they're one, they're just outright badass characters in their own respective right. Like, you know, Asuna Especially is like strong Asuna. and independent as fuck. Like that, she's a boss ass bitch. Um, she was more badass than Kirito. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, like their dynamic, their relationship wasn't one of, I'm stronger, I'm better. It was actually very supportive of the other. So, I, you know, I really like that about their relationship. I'm a fan of, like, low-key characters, kind of, like, timid ones and stuff like that. So I just, I liked their interactions between each other. They, yeah, they... Because they're both very low-key. They key. grew on each other instead of immediate attraction. Yeah, that and, and, like, the way that they showed their affection for one another was very sincere and like i don't know i just loved it i don't the know i like them a good both. job yeah and even absolutely. though this isn't a literal video game i think it's still a good choice because the anime itself yeah. is based of a video game yeah and and technically they did come out with an sao video game so yeah, i'm using yeah. that as my little caveat it works cool and then I would have had a third choice, but I just, I was drawing such a blank and that upsets me because I definitely have some thoughts in there, but whatever. Like I feel. We can also say it's just her being salty. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel so strongly about the first two that I'm like, I'm all right with those two. Like those are my two top OTPs for sure. Yeah. I think it's good enough too. They were, they got strong relationships. Might as well just. Yeah. Start strong and strong. With those. Mm-hmm. What about you, Zanny? Who are your OTPs? My first, Kyrie and Sora from Kingdom Hearts 2. Ooh, of course. Yes, girl. There was just something about Kyrie in Kingdom Hearts 2 when she would 
had these faint memories but couldn't specifically think of Sora but mm-hmm. at the same time she was having these disconnected vague thoughts about him yeah and it, it just touched my soul in a way that it just made me sad and I loved Kyrie as a character and I wanted to go save her and when I found out how badass she was when mm-hmm. she finally w- played a part in the war of the Keyblades mm-hmm. it was just a cool outcome and Sora and Kyrie are just a good couple. I, I yeah. thought it was undeniable to put them on my list because they're so badass and I love them so much. For sure. They're definitely characters that we grew up with. Like, you know, they yeah. they grew older, that we game, grew older. Especially Kingdom Hearts 2. It came out yeah. when we were in middle school. Oh, wow. A, over a decade ago. So. Yeah, for sure. Wow, thanks for making me feel even older. We're, we're, we're viejos. And if you don't speak Spanish, old people, yo. Yeah, like I have I have gray hair and crow's feet. And... Crow's feet? Yo, no, not that bad. <laughs> yeah, no. We're almost there. Oh, God. So, That's even worse. But other than Kari and Sora, my second uh, who's on top for a relationship would be Noctis and Luna Freya from Final Fantasy 15. They were just such a power couple. They were beautiful. And that game was amazing, breathtaking. And that fight with the Leviathan made me cry. As soon as Luna Freya had gotten struck um, by that weapon. Oh, shit. And, you know, she kept on saying that her fate was to be a sacrifice to give Noctis her love interest power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He never went that route. He asked for the power from his ancestors of past kings and had that power without sacrifice sacrificing Luna Freya, even though she was about to die. Oh geez. And oh. if 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 you have a chance, look up that fight. It sounds so stressful. The, Jesus. The Leviathan. I've never experienced something as epic as that one fight in Final Fantasy 15. It was insane. One for the Damn. books. Damn. Luna Freya was also one of those typical dainty princess-like characters. That's my only complaint. I wouldn't have minded a little thicker, a little more color <laughs> type of woman. But you know what? Noctis was a skinny white boy. It, I guess it just made sense. And he needs a skinny white girl. He needs a skinny white girl, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, my third choice, mm-hmm. Mario me. and Peach. Ooh, a the classic, OGs, the of OGs. In Mario Odyssey, <laughs> I kind of loved how the entire game, you were trying to rescue Peach. Right. You know, like essentially. She, you know, ob- obviously can't keep herself from getting kidnapped. Yeah. Jeez. He, Teach a he, girl self-defense. He really wanted that pussy, to be honest. That's all he was really going for. Oh, damn. <laughs> And wow. then when he would finally reach, when Mario finally reached Peach, whatever world he was in, mm-hmm. Peach was Gucci, yo. Like, she was wearing a different outfit wherever she was at. So she was, she like, was living like, it oh, up. Mario, I'm so glad you're here. Let's take a fucking selfie. Like, it was, And then, she oh, was, no, I got kidnapped again. Oh, no. I'm so not sorry. And then <laughs> people were complaining. There was this whole thing on Reddit. How oh, really? Peach didn't really fight against Bowser trying to kidnap her to get married with her. 
she was good like she she really didn't put up a fight that's she, so funny she was kind of casual so that's why so much fa- all uh, these men service. vying for my attention yeah <laughs> you know what maybe <laughs> yeah she just she enjoyed it maybe mario's just oh, not gosh. enough but oh no <laughs> it was just funny like peach's mood throughout that game was so casual like she was chill She's she like, like, listen, right. this is between the both of you. I'm not involved. Yeah, maybe maybe she just had so much confidence in Mario. She she didn't even think twice about her situation. She was like, my man's going to save me. No it's worries. It's all good. Let me, let me just get this free mojito in while I can. Hold yeah. on. On the moon. On the moon. On the moon. They go to the moon. It makes perfect sense. I think that was pretty good. I think we got our little lovey-dovey shit out of the way. I think it's time to go into our segment called... Don't go breaking my heart. Don't go breaking my heart. Sorry. I kind of love it. I know, right? Jill, why, why don't you go first? I've been talking a bit. Me? Okay, I guess I'm going to bring up one that's always a favorite. Transistor. Um, literally one of the first bosses you encounter in the game. Um, you kind of realize that she was the catalyst for for the cause of the events of the whole game. And essentially it was pretty much unrequited love. Like she felt um, so strongly about Red, which is the main character, that she just kind of lost it a little bit and triggered a, a set of events that becomes the game. And then, you know, hence why she's the first boss. And it's kind of sad because... I don't know, like a lot of the characters in that game just had really unique wasn't, feelings that, and how to express that themselves. That one boss, you gain her power, right? Her you, ability. You do. You gain. You and then you much find out yeah. in her story that she ends up being in love with the protagonist. Yeah. This main character girl in the game. And because she can't be her main in- a love interest, it kind of pretty much like for the most part, like it just she grows into an enemy. She doesn't out grow out of that spite, doesn't she? Um, it, it's a little, it's a little more complicated. Like, uh, she nominated Red for the Camarada, and you know, it, it literally basically starts from just her setting up, you know, events into motion, and. It's spiraling out of control because she acted brash and ra- like unrationally and shit like that because of okay. her blinded desire to get closer to Red. So it was just you know it just it's just sad because it is sad. Uh, you know as you read more of the cards of the characters that you go interacting with and and you know essentially rescuing or defeating. You know, they all more or less had a particular intention and they weren't bad. They just all went about it the wrong way. So it's it's kind of like conflicting. Like you're like, man, I feel for you, but fuck. Yeah, Transistor did a really good job with having lore yeah. that was so truly heartbreaking when it came yeah. to the characters. Not to mention the main narrator that you're with throughout the entire game, who's basically keeping you calm or keeping you company because... Sacrifice himself. Yeah, sacrifice himself f- to to save you, essentially. You know, and, and now he's this your is main also weapon, yeah, and this is also sword. a dude who's in love with Red. So it's like, Such well, a good game. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not the happiest, but it's also 
not necessarily the saddest. It has a very unique. go with the flow. Yeah. yeah, it's very unique. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rip though. Uh, and then the second thing that I'd like to bring up is Widowmaker. This, oh God. I. You know what? Maybe the, the greatest heartache of them uh, all. Maybe. Uh, maybe Explain I have. Story. Maybe I have a, a thing for tragic characters because La Pobre, dude. Oh, my God. It's yeah, who in- hurt you, Dio? Holy shit. Huh? Who hurt you? Oh, my God. Widowmaker did. She did, <laughs> okay? Her story is so fucking tragic. Try to sum it up. Basically, you know, she's this woman who is married to a lieutenant or a captain of some sort within the Overwatch division. And she's essentially kidnapped, brainwashed. And sent back as a sleeper to kill her husband. Her name is fucking Widowmaker. That's just cruel as fuck. Like she... She was designed to be an undead warrior to kill her own husband. I don't know about undead, but yeah. just Isn't she? I have no idea. But she basically killed her husband because of her brainwashing. And now she's an assassin. And she feels nothing. And it is just fucking sad. There is a spray in the game with her, her and Gerard. And, a, and she's in a, a wedding dress. Oh, God. And he's just, in a, a tux. And it's just sad, I yo. I just want to cry. Oof. It's a hurt. You know, the Lord, the I thing is that her. just like Transistor, Overwatch does a really good game, a, a really good job of having engaging lore. Yeah. That, that really gets the message across that these are almost like real life characters that you, yeah. that you really care about. And then their stories are so like intricately made that it fucks you up. Yeah. It fucks you up. Yeah. And I low key think that Moira is responsible for her transformation because there's a voice line in the game that whenever you're like standing in the same what? room. I never thought that before. Yeah, there's a voice line in the game where she's like, How are you feeling, Emily? And she goes and and Widowmaker responds with, I feel nothing. Wasn't that the point? And I'm like, Oh, oh my God, no, that's so sad. I never put the two and two together. Oh man, if yeah. my main I know and is I, responsible for this. It sucks. I'm going to rethink my entire life. I know it sucks. Like I I love Moira, but I hate her at the same time. I'm like, damn, same. she's a bitch. She's a bitch. She's so good at some points, but so bad at some. I mean, I mean, uh, that, that's hard. pretty. That's pretty good because her l- whole lore, her whole mm-hmm. basis, her whole base is about good and bad, and just the balance of the two. Absolutely, I just don't got me fucked up. Shit. All right, moving on. Um, I guess my last topic would be the future dynamic of relationships amongst characters meaning i don't think that there are enough rpgs out there that appeal to me per se which is part of the reason why i'm pretty interested in cyberpunk is because it's going to offer that little bit of role play and you know that or supposedly you're into so (laughs) (laughs) sorry carry Uh, on but it's basically going to offer that little bit of of self-choice you know like you you mentioned mass effect earlier and didn't that game have a large portion of it as role-playing like you are choosing your own responses and how that affects your game later on and 
I really like that, and I don't see that enough in the games that I normally play. One good example was Jedi Fallen Order, where you had, you know, a couple of choices amongst dialogue and stuff like that. I really like that. It gave it a certain personalization to it. You know, it made the character definitely feel like like me, like my choices. Or even in God of War, the dynamic between his son and himself. Jeez, I'm, I'm freaking blanking out. Kratos and his son. Um, I totally I totally get you when it comes to having the choice of being able to choose how the conversation is going to go or what your interests are going to personally be in a video game. I do agree with you that it was nice in those specific video games, but I do think Cyberpunk is going to do it yeah. justice where it gives you a clear choice of what your sexually sexuality is going to be who you're interested in where that's going to go off that on too to- but not but not just about your like physical relationship with another character i'm definitely talking about just an, as an overall like your friends choice. your your enemies your um you know companions or people that you bargain with like I, it's just really interesting like Like I I mentioned, um, I was going to mention God of War, where the dynamic between father and son evolved throughout the game, right? Because a relationship doesn't just go off of one structured path. It could be with multiple people and, uh, you know, uh, different aspects of your life or whatever. So, I don't know. I just think it's really interesting if a video game delves a little deeper into those little aspects. Agreed. Agreed. And I really appreciate that video games nowadays have more of those options so i if i had a little little glass i would toast to the future of video games and hopefully they're advancing in a way where we have more choices where relationships can delve into many different pools of what they can be yeah for shizzle okay so i think it's my turn of Mm -hmm. don't go breaking my heart my first choice well in general when it comes to video games Anything that has to do with letting me choose my own sexuality has always had a very sacred part in my heart. First choice, Mass Effect 3. Mm-hmm. I was 17, maybe 16 or 18 when I first played this game. Right. And I was so surprised when you could choose your love interest and that it could be a man and you could have sex with a man in a video game. And it was very... um uh it was very explicit Explicit. the sex scenes the sex scenes were very explicit oh yeah and i never actually played mass effect it was very it it was appreciative and as a young guy playing Mm -hmm. a science fiction game in space Mm -hmm. and then have your own boyfriend i thought that sounds amazing damn this is perfect i fucking love it yeah but I digress. My second choice, <laughs> Sims. Ever since I was little, I loved it. I loved that I was able to have my own boyfriend. I was able to have my own little life that I, I've always wanted to have. And for some reason, it just made me happy that I could have a boyfriend and secretly be gay while I was in the closet, but on video games. It, it was kind of a method of being able to be myself, but in my own little world without anyone knowing and I really thank Sims for that because it was one of the earliest forms of me being able to be myself. But um, I'm getting too gushy. I'm... Uh, no, it's good. Like, that's kind of the point, you know? Yeah. It's just whatever 
Floats makes your boat. you yeah, but whatever makes you feel the most comfortable and happiest when you're playing, like that's yeah. kind of that's kind of like the essence you want with the games that you play. You know, you want to you want to feel like you're in a good space because these are these are games that you want to make you feel better essentially i don't know like and feel connected with yeah so (laughs) and then my third choice something i that i feel very connected with Mm -hmm. uh horizon zero dawn uh alloy she does not have a a love interest and even though she is a protagonist of a triple a title who is a very beautiful female she points out that she has no love interest. There was a perfect option for her to go to. The king uh-huh. of one of the most prosperous cities was f- falling in love with her. Right. And she completely ignored him. Hell so yeah. She's a very good reminder that you're a badass on your own. And yeah. you're just good as fuck. Hashtag as, independent. As an independent person. Hashtag independent. So she's a great reminder, especially on Valentine's Day, that with a Valentine's Day or not, you're a badass. Exactly. So on that note, we're going to choose the next who's on top. Yes. It's been fun talking about things about Valentine's Day, but I'm starting to get a little depressed. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, now, now, now it's time to change the subject. I see the tears in his eyes. Oh, oh gosh. Um, boyfriend where are you oh I'm he's right here laying I'll, down I, don't on his worry fluffy, on his fluffy bed no joey is not enough your little doggy's not enough but he, you know what alloy i gotta enough. think more about alloy yes be alloy be like i'm alloy. a strong Embody independent alloy. woman yes you are a strong independent woman <laughs> so other than strong independent woman what is our next category for our next episode and of who's on top? Oh, and the category is uh oh, our top video game scores. Ooh. And we're talking about the music, basically. <laughs> yeah, not like our ratings, more about yeah, just the, the, the soundtracks. Mu- yeah, the soundtracks and the game or excuse me, and the music made for the game. So, oh, this I'm is excited. actually going to be really exciting. I immediately think of one game that I'm very excited to talk about. I, you know what? I've, I kind of, I kind of think of two and then Wes Anderson pops into my head for whatever reason, but he's not a video game. He should be one though. <laughs> he should be one. Maybe we'll bring him back up in our next episode, but either way, guys, we think, we thank you for joining us single dweebs for our romanticless episode. <laughs> oh, uh. And if you don't have a Valentine this year, don't worry. Us two gamers are right there with you and you're sad ass. Say it ass. Say it ass. No, just kidding. We're 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 right we're with there you. with you. We're with you. <laughs> but other than relationship advice, if you have some pointers or podcasts, topic ideas, please visit our Insta at Gamers Hayes or follow us on Spotify or rate us on iTunes. Ugh. But either way, we love you no matter what. And we hope you have a great Valentine's Day. Bye. Bye.